Hey, what's up, guys? It's Rico here, CEO of Source Financia, Coast to Main Podcast, and the host of the Source Financia YouTube channel, of course, back with another one. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. Talking about ethics, when you approached us, when I think you were in your second production run. Yeah, if, yeah. If I remember correctly. Um, and, you know, we went to the Guangzhou watch market and sort of priced out the individual components to your to your watch. Obviously, you know, with the the aluminum side of things, we couldn't get a 100% accurate cost, but we, we got an estimation. And I remember that when we priced out everything, it came out to be maybe 40% less yeah. expensive than than what you were paying i feel like the the, the factory is overpricing your watches yeah so. so there was two layers to that relationship so the the connection that i actually had was with another guy who was running a a sourcing and i want to be careful with the word i use here it was called a sourcing company but mm-hmm. then when when everything went wrong he called himself a sourcing consultant and said he was not responsible for so I was paying this guy and his company, and this is a this is a Canadian guy. Um, it's not me. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> and, and he then, just said sourcing consult. I call myself a consultant. Yeah, <laughs> but I the, and I should clarify that if if somebody tells you they're a sourcing consultant up front, then you know you're paying for consulting hours and not for for them to do the work for you, right? But if you're paying yeah. for a sourcing company, you typically would expect them to do and take responsibility for the manufacturing. Just to clarify what that means is like, for example, with us, we get paid a separate consulting fee and then the mm-hmm. client pays the factory directly. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're paying that sourcing company and then you're basically purchasing the goods from them and then they're paying the factory. Yeah, um, and, then, then and they're basically the de facto factory for you. Exactly. They are then the ones responsible for mm-hmm. making sure that those goods are as promised. And they and, should be the ones dealing with the issues with the factory. Yeah, and so that was also kind of part of the issue with taking responsibility. Nobody wanted to take responsibility. It was always pointing the finger at the other guy. And they had this like built-in buffer that they were both playing into. And uh, yeah, so that really sucked. And... To answer your cost question about why it costs so much more is because there was yeah there was two there was an extra layer there that I had to pay you know his his incentive was to increase the price above what the factory was charging him right mm-hmm. so the factory said you know here's how much we can make this watch for you know let's say it's twenty dollars and he goes and tells me it's thirty dollars right so he makes ten dollars right off the bat for doing it. zero <laughs> uh, except for making the introduction so that's. Um, yeah, that's how it ended up being more. Uh, if you work with somebody like Rico's arrangement, you know, you just pay Rico a flat monthly fee versus uh, a percentage of the product's cost. And that's a much more honest way of looking at your pricing. Do you also think that the supplier, because um, you know, they they also had to source all the different components that we are that I mentioned, like we, mm. when we went and we went to the factories, there was, there was quite a few different components. Do you also think the supplier was probably marking up some of those some of the cost of goods there? 
Oh, I'm sure they were. Yeah, I had no way of knowing, though. So this is a great reason to, if at the very least, hiring someone like yourself to just go look, price out the pieces for you so that you know. Or if you're on the ground in, in China, you can go to the markets in Guangzhou and Shenzhen and find each and individual. Just get a rough, rough, a rough idea of all the individual. Yeah, for anybody that's watching this at factory or a workshop, they might make some of the stuff in-house, but... For the most part, they're going to be sourcing the other stuff from other suppliers. So that's where, you know, your costs can get driven up. That's where, as Luke mentioned in his presentation, as Luke mentioned in his pre presentation, some of the materials could be swapped out. So I think it's really important. If you can take control of that, if you have the ability to manage that, then maybe you source the components yourself. Mm -hmm. We did that with um, with Maurice's product, uh, RiderBuds. We, we sourced the individual components and then sent them to the final workshop. So we had control over the materials. So that's really important to take note of. Uh, just moving into my last couple questions here. Obviously, you were, you know, you had a crowdfunding campaign and you had backers who were essentially like, you know, investors without equity, but they received the goods and yes, they received them on time, but there was a high defect rate. For the people that are watching this that maybe have a crowdfunding campaign where they have a high defect rate or you know, it's delayed significantly. What advice do you have in terms of the interaction with people that are frustrated or complaining about the situation with the backers? If you have uh, frustrated backers, honesty and communication is the the most important thing. I mean, just kind of sharing what's happening, like the real, real, like my factory just screwed me over or, you know, this component is not exactly as we wanted it to be. And because we want to get you the highest quality product, like, you know, this, we're going to take a little bit longer. And um, I think Maurice did this very well. You know, his was delayed, but it was for good reason. You know, he wanted to make the highest quality product, right? And so um, you can check out the Rider Buds uh, and just check out the, the communication that he had with his backers to kind of see, you know, how he was explaining the issues they were having. Um, yeah, but just being honest and upfront about it is, I think, the best thing that you can do. And then uh, a lot of the, the crowdfunding campaign backers understand these challenges for um, new product developers. And so they're willing to give you more freedoms and, and leeway in these things. Finally, uh, you know, obviously this is, you know, a couple of years removed from this, but like, how do you think COVID-19 has affected manufacturing for original design and crowdfunding campaigns in yeah. 2020 and beyond? It's it's not one I feel like I'm 100% able to answer. Uh, I can just kind of share what I would imagine. You probably have a lot more visibility into this, but I would imagine getting into country is a little bit harder now mm -hmm. uh, or maybe significantly harder. I'm not sure what the rules are at the border at the moment. Um, so yeah, China, if you don't have a, a work permit or like a residency permit or mm -hmm. like a spousal visa, you basically can't stay in there or if like a student visa you can't stay in the country yeah so so being on the ground is not an option i know the factories are running currently so they could probably still manufacture it's probably going to be delayed a little bit longer than as per usual then there's also the communication issue like if you're not on the ground communication's not as good as it could be and so i think that could delay things or cause more um, issues in the sampling process where you have to go back and make more iterations than you might normally if you were on the ground. So, yeah, I would just imagine that because of COVID, things are taking longer than they might normally take. 
Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for listening to this episode of the Main Cheddar Podcast. If you want to reach out to us, that's podcast at sourcefinasia.com. If you want to check out the show notes from the episode that you just watched, that's sourcefinasia.com slash made in China. And be sure to also check out our YouTube channel, Source Asia, all one word. Cheers.